Hey, this is Dr. Jenna Bice with Heal at Home Moms. This is the podcast where we discuss all things motherhood and postpartum issues, but also just all things pelvic floor, basically the things that I tackle in my job that I think that all moms around the world should get to know. Um, And that's what we talk about here. So let's take a listen. Well, here we are again. It's been a minute since I was on this podcast. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, this is my boyfriend slash husband. Copywriter. Slash writes a lot of stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. He works for free. <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah. And I if, you call, if you call marriage free. I mean, uh, but. Is that what we're talking about today? <laughs> no. <laughs> for the last nine, almost 10 years, you have been practicing physical therapy in a clinic. Yes. Straight out of PT school. Yes. I did the thing that kind of everyone tells you to do, um, like literally go through PT school and it's like, what you should do is now go find a clinic job. And of course, you know, there's so many different areas of physical therapy. So, but never do they really say, you should try something completely different. Of course they don't. Yeah. So it's like, go be a part of the system. Um, which I do think is wise to start out because you have so much to learn as well, a and, and you therapist. did learn a lot. I mean, yeah. Obviously, you, that's almost a decade of practice. Yeah. Uh, con- continuing education. With, it's during that time you got certified as a women's health uh, specialist. Mm-hmm. Or yep. all that kind of stuff. Extra certifications, extra training. I mean, I got certified in dry needling. They, they were great in helping me cultivate and develop my skills. So course, that's what you've been you, doing yeah. for for almost for your entire career. Yeah, I was with the same company. What for, are you doing now? Um, so yes. Well, I am now doing my own concierge practice. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm now officially private practice. Yep. And um employee one, me right now. So yep. um but basically I'm doing the exact same thing I was doing before, except I enjoy it a lot more because Better. I get to set my own schedule. Um I mean, every... You can set your own schedule. Yes, but I mean, everything my patients need when they have questions, when they need to reschedule, I mean, it all goes through me, right? So there's no confusion with that. It's like direct communication the the entire time. So that's really nice. Um, and then the other thing that I've really loved is that uh, because I'm going into home visits, I mean, I'm, and one of the reasons I wanted to go on my own is I was done with the days of seeing multiple patients at once. Um, just because I don't think people get as good of care that way. I mean, it can be done well. So you're saying seeing multiple patients at once. Describe what that is actually like. Well, that's very normal. Right? I'd say that most outpatient therapy settings, that's expected. Um, so I don't think the place I worked for was any different in that regards. I thought they did a good job balancing things. But, um, but yes, insurance will allow you to see two or three people um, and – Bill the same as that, if you that saw means, one. That means during the same 30-minute or hour-long session. Yeah. Then, like, so at 8 o'clock, I might have two patients. Or yeah. at 9 o'clock, I might have three patients. And so they're all, you're talking to all of them. You're kind of bouncing it back and forth. Yeah. 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 And so that that's very normal, unfortunately. And I think it has a lot to do with, I mean, with companies like high overhead and insurance reimbursements and, um, all, I mean, all these different things. But, um. Well, I've done versions of that for years. I remember I was told by someone, as I've gotten more practiced, I, I started putting my foot down about it in therapy, in, the, in my workplace, and just being like, I am not comfortable seeing three people at once. Um, and the response 
was in return, it was, well, I've seen it done well. It can, it can be done well. And my response to that was just because something can be done well doesn't mean that it should be. Like, or, or that it can't be done better. Or that just because 10% of the time someone pulls it off and people get pretty good care, that doesn't mean that the other 90% of the time that it is less superior care and stressful and someone's dropping a ball somewhere. I mean, I just think it's asking too much um, of one person. Well, I'm not trying to diss um, certain systems. All I knew was I didn't want to be part of that anymore. Okay. And I didn't have to be. I wanted my patients to have my full attention so that they can know they're getting the most out of each session. Hmm. Like if you're going to be paying money for therapy, I think it's fair for you to want top quality services. And no one is giving top quality services if they're seeing multiple people at once. They might be giving pretty good services, but they're not giving their best. I can tell you for sure that me seeing two to three people is not as good as me seeing one person. So Heal at Home Moms is still going, of course. That's yes. still That's still alive and, and growing. Yeah. Uh, but And I love it. He, Heal at Home Moms is now part of a larger company, right? Which is called? Heal at Home Physio. Right. And so yes. that encompasses. So Heal at Home Physio encompasses in-person physical therapy. So whereas I used to work for a company um, during the week and then I did Heal at Home Moms on my own, now all of it is me, right? So all of my practice and job is solely um, me helping people online, me helping people through in-person physical therapy. And of course, I still treat orthopedics and non-women's health issues. But you don't have a clinic. No, I don't have a clinic. Um, several reasons for that. Uh, COVID is one of them right now. I just think it makes more sense to just go to people's homes directly um, and not have multiple people coming into the same building, you know. But also, it's a simpler startup for a business, I think for sure, to not have to worry about like rent from a building and that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. Um, and then, but I'm also surprised, and that's not that I love driving all over the city, but I really have enjoyed getting to see people's spaces. And their homes. I feel like it gives a whole new level. I mean, physical therapy, you really get to know your patients. Something I've always loved that you see them often like twice a week for a couple weeks. And the, the depth of a relationship and understanding that you get to know of them, of their medical issues. I mean, I'm able to assess someone. I have so much time to talk through and assess stuff with people compared to like if you think of their primary care doctor. They get like maybe 15 minutes. Every couple months, maybe, maybe, maybe once a year. I mean, it's just a whole different level, which is why I think as physical therapists, we catch so much more sometimes um, because we have the time to do it, right? We get this time with people. Um, so being in their homes, I feel like and seeing their world, um, seeing yeah, their well, pets and, and seeing their, you know, or even like, I'm like, okay, I want you to do these exercises at home. I can literally see the space that they have to work with. Mm for those activities or exercises. Right. There's that part of a, of the, you know, a doctor's diagnostic process, which is like taking the patient's history, Mm -hmm. right. Which is like a series of questions, maybe 20 questions or something across five minutes. And your version of taking a patient's history is like an accumulated uh, hours of conversation. Yes. Really learning about them. So it makes sense that you're, that you would catch things. Yeah. Um, no, I have patients that like we're making great progress, but on like visit four, they're like, oh, I never thought to mention such and such to you. And I'm like, oh, wow, it's actually really important. And that kind of changes the line of um, my treatment. And 
you you don't get that when you have 15 minutes with someone. Or you also don't get that, in my opinion, if you're jumping between people and like pretty distracted. Sure. Um, so the other thing that I really like about getting to see someone one-on-one is I'm a huge believer in manual therapy. So lots of hands-on treatment. What's manual therapy like compared to not manual therapy? <laughs> so when you go to physical therapy, physical therapy kind of falls into at least what I do, kind of three main categories. Okay. There's like exercise type activity, right? Because exercise and strength and stretching, those are all important. It's all under exercise. There's education, which is where I'm teaching someone things they need to know to help get better. And then there's manual, which is when I'm using my hands to break up scar tissue or fix alignment or um, do a trigger point release um, Whatever it is, sometimes just give tactile input to help them know which muscle to activate. Like I'm using hands on body joint to like help them understand and how to fix things and get things moving better. Right. So when you have to see multiple people at once, manual therapy, in my opinion, is a very important part of treatment. That's the thing that usually gets cut because it's a lot easier to see two or three people if they're just exercising. You can kind of sweep through and supervise and say, hey, do this differently or, you know. Um, and there's and, still a lot of value in that. And there's still a lot of value in that. But there's a whole leg of the therapy that's Yeah, but you're kind of missing one of the things that I think is really important. Um, and, of course, you can still do manual therapy, but how much time do you have to do it? So one of the things I love is that when people are paying for me to come do therapy in their house, we can prioritize whatever – it's a combination usually of what the patient values and what I think they really need to get better. So I can kind of be like, okay, we need to do these things, you know, which things do you think you can keep up on your own and which, and obviously then there's certain things they can't. So I tend to end up doing a ton of manual in person because that's one of the things they can't do when I leave, <laughs> right? Be like, now do this bladder mobilization or now do this trigger point release on your upper trap. I mean, they, you know, they can't do that. So um, whereas if I show them stretches and I send them through email and I sign them with video, I can make sure they're, do them, they're doing them correctly, but they can keep those up. So let's spend time when I'm there and when they're paying for me to be there, let's spend that on the things that they can't do without me. And because um, I like to treat my patients the way that I want to be treated. And that means that I really want to prioritize the hands-on stuff. That's what I would want for my therapist. How, how long have you been doing this now? How long well, has this been going on? Well, not very long. So obviously... Um, PT for almost 10 years. It'll be 10 years this May. And um, I've been doing my own practice now for almost two months. How's it going? Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. And it's been really wonderful. I think I expected to like go out and do the marketing thing like I did back in the day for the clinic where you visit doctors and you tell them about yourself. Sure, and, yeah. Um, or, you know, and I really, well, I not just, I have not done that because I have not had time. Because just from word of mouth, I've been, my schedule's been booked. Um, so I think a lot of people are realizing that they, I think more people are willing to pay for better quality of care, um, especially depending on their insurance. I mean, they may be paying just as much or more in an outpatient setting when their time is being split or they're seeing multiple clinicians. It's an outpatient setting. Um, a clinic, literally, to simplify, there's like inpatient where you're like in a rehab hospital or just a hospital setting um, or a nursing home, right? And then outpatient means you're healthy enough to drive yourself to a clinic building. Like it kind of right. kind of yeah. looks like a gym with some mat tables kind of situation. 
So, um, so it's inpatient. Yes, and those, that's outpatient. usually for people who are more ill, inpatient, right? And, and then what's and then this is and yours is what I'm doing is in home concierge. In home concierge. Yeah. And what concierge means is obviously I come to you. You're getting a higher level of care, but also it's pretty much included in concierge services that you're doing cash based. So I, since I am one person, I am not um, in network right now, and that's on purpose. Um, insurance is can be really cool for some people, but really nasty for others. And everyone's plan is so different that through my 10 years, I've seen a lot of people get stuck with surprise bills because insurance is really confusing. And the way that PT is build build out is very high. Um, It's build out very expensive. So if you don't have good insurance and you have, say, a $2,000 deductible or $5,000 deductible, you'll be paying the full amount each visit until your deductible is met. That's, that happens until your deductible is met before they'll kick in and help with anything. So I've just had a lot of people through the years get confused and have good therapy, but then they finish and they get a surprise bill. And that drives me crazy. Um, I imagine it also drives them crazy too. Oh, I, oh definitely. And that's just not, that's, that's just not cool. Like I like transparency. So if I could go get a network, but then there's all these legal obligations with what you have to charge and you can't, you know, write off certain, like if yeah, someone you, got you, a, you actually can't lower the price for, for a special case or something. You if can't. You're in network, so right? if something got billed out as $350 um, and they were like, shoot, I can't, I'm not allowed to write that off. Like that's what the standard billing goes out. And I, if, if they have insurance and I'm accepting insurance, I can't knock that down for them. If I'm out of network, I set my price and I control exactly what they're billed. So that's one of the benefits of doing out of network um, is it might be a little bit more money than what you're quoted from an insurance company. Um, but most of the time, I think people actually end up saving money. The only exception to that is if they have a good primary and secondary insurance and or almost no deductible in those cases then it probably will be cheaper so then they get to decide if it's worth it to them for the higher level of care or having something in home or getting a certain specialty they can choose reasons to pay but it would probably cost more if they have a good primary and secondary insurance how can people uh get in touch with you and find out about maybe getting some therapy from you well, so there's several ways. Um, you, of course, can just message me through our Hewlett Home Moms website, um, Instagram, Facebook, the same way that a lot of people reach us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have HewlettHomePhysio.com, and Physio is P-H-Y-S-I-O. Um, and there is a, like, become a patient thing you can click, and you would submit some information, and that will come to me, and I'll be able to reach out to you. So that's the most direct way for the, like when people submit through there, I know they're looking for in-person physical therapy. Um, but yes, so, or you can email at hahphysio at gmail. My back hurts. <laughs> Poor Brian. He's the most neglected patient because he lives with me. Her, her, I, can, I can help you. I can help you. Her, her prognosis for me has been the same for 12 years. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine but I, it's kind of hard when you like treat people with like pretty serious conditions and then you come home and he's like my back hurts i'm like you're you're fine see i told you <laughs> <laughs> to be fair everyone he is he is fine so 
I'm doing the music for you. Thank you for listening to Heal at Home Moms. I'm Dr. Jenna Bice. If you need any further help, you are welcome to find us on healathomemoms.com. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and I also offer telehealth for those of you far away who need some one-on-one consultation and in-person concierge mobile physical therapy. So if you are in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area and you are looking to heal, I am here for you. 